Brooklyn, New York. I'm Adam Teeter, and this is a Vine Pair Podcast Conversation. We're bringing you these conversations between our regular podcast episodes in order to give you a better picture of how the COVID-19 virus is impacting all parts of the alcohol beverage business, as well as to help provide a bit of hope and a path forward for all of us. Today, I'm talking with Ben Pundle, VP of Brand Experience for Edition Hotels and the founder of A Hotel Life. Ben, thank you so much for joining me. Hi, Adam. Thanks so much for inviting me to this to the show. So first, you know, how are you doing? Where are you in the world? Um, and have you been coping since this all started? Yeah, thank, thanks, Adam. I'm, I'm in Brooklyn. Uh, it's a rainy, gray New York day. I'm in Brooklyn. Uh, I'm healthy, I'm positive, uh, staying sane. You know, I think I'm on, well, we're on week nine of, uh, of isolation now. So, uh, you know, I think everybody knows you go through these various stages of quarantine mm-hmm. that include everything from, you know, confusion and despair to almost relief and enjoyment, you know, having these bouts of creativity, uh, a lot of emotions d- daily, but, uh, but overall, overall very good. I feel very fortunate. Very grateful that I've got a roof over my head and and, and food and and um, and you know a little money in the bank to see me to see me through. Good. So, can you explain to me a little bit of your role at both Edition Hotels as well as a, at a hotel life? Yeah, certainly. I've been with Edition for eight years. I've started working with Ian Schrager in 1999. Um, I help uh, you know oversee, support, develop nightlife, entertainment, events, bars uh, for all edition hotels globally. I work very closely with Ian, very closely with the edition team in uh, concepting and operating the uh, the food and beverage outlets uh, and the public spaces at edition hotels. And then Hotel Life is um, a online platform you created as well, right? That, you, that um, is separate from what you do with edition. Yeah. A Hotel Life is a we started off as a hotel review website aimed at, uh, dare I say it, aimed at millennials that came about after the last crisis, the economic crisis of 2008, 2009. And in 2012, when people, you know, young people finally had jobs and could travel, there was nobody talking to them. So it was something I, I you know, saw as, a, as an opportunity to connect hotel reviews with a young creative generation. And um, it has amassed a subscription base of about 160,000 people. uh, And we highlight hotels and uh, the creative side of the hotel and travel industry and uh, travel and lifestyle culture from around the world. That's very cool. So talk to me about what's happening right now in the hotel business. So we've, we've spoken to a lot of owner operators, obviously in the restaurant and bar space, but we're lucky enough to have you who can give us kind of a, a larger picture because not only are hotels, um, you know, places where we all stay, but I, I feel like, and maybe you can tell me if I'm wrong, but it feels like in New York, especially over the past five years or so, a lot of hotels became places where a lot of us went to eat and drink as well. They became these really cool places that we'd hang out. Not that, not to say that there weren't hotels like that earlier on in New York, but it feels like there was a lot more opening. Um, so I'm curious sort of what the status is now in the business, what you're seeing and sort of if you can give us an overall picture of, of what people are doing to adapt. Yeah, so, certainly. You're, you're absolutely right. Hotels in New York, in big metropolitan cities have become social spaces, social hubs. Uh, 
where great chefs and bartenders uh, and uh, uh, well, not just chefs and bartenders, but whether it's a spa or retail, or, you know, hotels are all encompassing. Um, we currently have 10 edition hotels, seven of which are closed, which is very, very sad. Oh, wow. I didn't know that, that they were closed. From the day you open a hotel, it leave, it lives and breathes 24 hours a day. It never closes. So to have seven of our 10 hotels closed and uh, an enormous amount, thousands of staff uh, laid off or furloughed uh, is, is devastating. So the three hotels we do have open, uh, ironically, are the two in China, in Shanghai and Sanya, and one in Abu Dhabi that has more kind of long-term uh, guests. It's a very sad time for the hotel industry. We are seeing glimmers of hope in China as it recovers from COVID-19. The rooms recover, the recovery in, in the rooms division is going to be gradual as borders are still very much restricted. But, 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 the, but the, 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 um, the positive, I guess, silver lining is that uh, the restaurants and bars at the Shanghai edition are very busy again. Oh, wow. So was the decision to, because I know some hotels stayed open, was the decision to shutter the additions based on protection of staff, based on health? Um, sort of, do, what, what was the, the reason that they chose to, to shutter those seven hotels? Well, I think to have, as you do in hotels, people in such close proximity to mm -hmm. each other, that you know, health, the health and safety of our guests and our employees is, is an absolute priority. In most markets, however, uh, the it was mandated by the authorities that we close the hotels anyway, uh, which we which we w w would have done, considering considering the focus on keeping, uh, you know, of prioritizing health and safety of our right. employees and of our guests. So unlike some of these restaurants and bars that are still doing delivery, really, there's nothing you, you can do when the hotel is closed, besides, I guess, think to the future. Before we were mandated to close the hotels in certain locations, we, like uh, some restaurants and bars, had plans to uh, become a commissary kitchen for, okay. for whomever for we, 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 we could, whether it's healthcare workers or frontline workers, uh, we would go, we had plans to uh, offer delivery and, you know, just to, to kind of change the business or to be of service. However we could, mm -hmm. we, we, we didn't even, we didn't get that opportunity. The hotels are closed. So in, in the fact that they're closed, have you started thinking about what the future looks like and sort of have at being, you know, brand experience, et cetera. Have you thought about what that will, what the experience could look like when you reopen, how you'll make people maybe feel a little bit safer to enter a hotel. I know um, a lot of people have started saying like, oh, I definitely, I know I want to go out, but I want to make sure that I feel like I'm distanced and safe. And what does that do to your thinking in terms of design and the way that you will reopen when you reopen? Yeah. Well, Adam, I think that's a huge question because Obviously, health and safety comes first, so there's going to be rigorous new health and safety checks, uh, you know, cleaning and uh, sanitation uh, practices. Then I think we or any business needs to uh, adopt some new and progressive practices to be, be not only relevant but successful. Uh, and they are by offering a, you know, 
a menu that's more focused on on well-being uh, as well as uh, ensuring that our guests uh, know that we have their safety and their health uh, top of mind and then i think you know phase 2 is that we have to look at this is just my my opinion we have to look at what we're doing the we have to challenge our chefs and bartenders to produce no waste we have to look at new renewable energy and clean energy models we have to you know look at uh offering much bigger you know plant-based uh menus that there, there there's a you know mother earth mother earth has sent us to our sort of send us to our rooms to think about what we're doing to the planet and we have to respond to that intelligently because it it could happen again and we don't want that so it's going to be a strange few months and i think a lot of people are going to be very cautious and at the same time trying to uh fight for the business that that is there i mean i i feel that we're very fortunate given that addition is part of marriott and and uh, a much bigger uh, you know industry uh, it just it, it's so upsetting it's heartbreaking to think about uh, about some restaurants and bars and clubs uh, that you know are standalone that you know how how are they going to how are they going to claw them claw their way back from this well i think the answer to that is a lot of these places have really you know nurtured a community and that's what restaurants bars and nightclubs are all about it's about looking after the people that come to your venue that is hospitality so i think there is an opportunity for increased levels of service better programming better offering better produce because things are going to have to be good for people to want to come back. Right. I mean, one of the things I've heard a lot of people say that you're saying as well is that this is, you know, the silver lining here is this is an opportunity not just for a reset, but a reimagining of what hospitality looks like and fixing a lot of the issues we know the business has had for a long time. Waste, inclusivity issues, access issues, et cetera. Um, so it's interesting to hear you talk about uh, those as things you really do want to fix the second that there's an opportunity to to reopen. Um, are there any other sort of things, big themes that you think we'll see people focusing on as we begin to sort of reemerge, whether that's um, space or whether that's um, you know how we how we interact with each other across the bar in the restaurant, etc. That's a good question. I, I think we're very resilient creatures and for the most part, life will go back to normal. I don't know how long it will take, but I think things will go back to normal. So, you know, let's be positive and optimistic and smart. And think, I think a, a lot of things will go back to normal. And we're seeing signs of that in China. What we are also going to see are new, innovative ways of doing business. There's going to be ways in which hospitality can, can happen at home. I think even though people are dying to go out, there will be this period of caution. And I think we're going to see heightened levels of delivery service, maybe. Um, maybe we're seeing that already. Um, I, I was thrilled to receive, you know, some bottled Negronis from Middle Branch the other day, and they were absolutely spectacular. So I think there's, there's ways in which places, 
you know, will will continually innovate, whether it's through delivery, whether it's pickup, whether it's digital, um, whether it's through collaborations and partnerships. I think uh, I think I think we're going to see some very, very interesting, uh, interesting things happening in the next few months. So, Ben, I have a question um, that a lot of people have been asking, which is how can they help the hospitality industry and how can they help? you know, the hotel industry specifically, right? We know that this is an unprecedented disaster with a lot of people out of work and a lot of people feeling very unsure of when they'll be able to come back to work or what coming back to work means. Um, so do you have any thoughts on and what people can do and, and how we can be active in helping to rebuild the industry? Yes, good question. And it's something that we've been thinking about qu- quite a bit. We being my fiance and I, not, not, not addition is how can we help? So we have donated to uh, as many of our local restaurants and bars, GoFundMe pages as possible. We are buying tickets to, you know, on Eventbrite to the events that uh, House of Yes or Suzanne Barsh or, you know, really try to support nightlife as much as possible because all these funds are going towards paying the staff. And that's the only thing we should be concerned about right now is, you know, if I'm a little older now, but but you know when I was younger, I was living paycheck to paycheck or month to month, and and I, you know, I want to try and help out as much as I, as much as I can because I was there. I didn't go to I didn't go to hotel school. I didn't even go to university. I grew up in the industry. I was a barback and a bartender and a waiter and a, and a restaurant manager, uh, and so I know what I know what that that's like. And this must be very trying and difficult times for a lot of people in the service and hospitality industry. So I would say support the the crowdfunding pages, buy tickets to you know, and and a lot of them are they're, te- they're ten dollars or, or or twenty dollars or you know, House of Yes doing doing everything from yoga to um to last night they had a uh, um uh, a night dedicated to Prince and I think there, there there are so many innovative ways that we can support our industry right now and I would just really highly recommend that we we try and do so. I completely agree. Well, Ben, I think that's the perfect way for us to conclude the, this interview. Um, thank you so much for taking this amount of time with me today. I really appreciate it. Um, I think a lot of things that you, the perspective you bring is really important. Um, and, you know, reminding all of us that it's really important to, to give back in any way that you can right now um, is worth remembering. So thank you very much for, for all of your time and all of your insights. Great stuff. Thanks so much, Adam. Take care. Thanks so much for listening to the Vine Pair Podcast. If you enjoy listening to us every week, please leave us a review or rating on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever it is that you get your podcasts. It really helps everyone else discover the show. Now for the credits. Vine Pair is produced and hosted by Zach Jabal, Erica Ducey, and me, Adam Teeter. Our engineer is Nick Patry and Keith Beavers. I'd also like to give a special shout out to my Vine Pair co-founder, Josh Mallon, and the rest of the Vine Pair team for their support. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you again right here next week.